0: Are locked on Cardinals your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast? Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, I'm I don't even know where to begin, really. Uh, the Cardinals lose to the Diamondbacks this afternoon, nine seven. And if I'm being completely honest. After last night's 19 inning game, this is about what I expected, considering Schultz had to burn through that bullpen. If there's ever not a good time for a 19 inning game, it's at the very end of the season when you're trying to get prepped for the postseason and still contending for a division title. Not good. Uh, I got a lot of questions about this game. we're gonna we're gonna get to it in our in our recap. Uh, also got to talk about Michael Wodka just a little bit. This is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Mike Stevenson. You can, uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike's on first. Uh, you might call me Moose. You can call me, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter as well, Locked on STL, and, uh, give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. How, how do you feel about the Cardinals coming out of this series? Cardinals enter their off day uh, with a two-game lead at the time of this recording over over the Brewers. That is likely about to become a -a one-and-a-half game lead if the Brewers' score uh, holds against the Reds. Uh, they are leading (laughs) 8-2. And I'm not making that up. I kind of was keeping track with what's happening with that. And, uh, yeah, 8-2. They scored most of those runs off a Ryan Braun Grand Slam in the first. Uh, The Cubs are doing their very best to continue their losing ways. Uh, They're down 2-1 against the Buccos. It is the top of the fifth there. So, no one cares about the Cubs. They're done. They're out of it. You know, with the Milwaukee win tonight, they're they're, they're done. Done. Officially done. And uh, the Cardinals are, well, they're not done, but a tight division race that was theirs to lose. They are losing as things currently stand. Two-game lead over Milwaukee right now. But, again, if Milwaukee continues to, to just pound on Cincinnati, then it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a one and a half game lead. Three left for St. Louis, four left for Milwaukee. Season technically, depending on how the next series goes, could end in a tie. And uh, that's no good, no good at all. Uh, real fast before uh, we go any further with this. You can uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, the brand-new Himalaya podcast app. Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, uh, you can listen to us. So the Diamondbacks lose 9-7. A lot of different things uh, happened in this game and kind of had it all. Cardinals magic number stays at 3. Uh, the starter on today's game, Michael Waka, ended up exiting very early, very early on in the game, which was not at all what you wanted to see as uh, the after a 19 inning game last night, only an inning and two thirds left with uh, shoulder issues, and uh, his uh, his fight against that shoulder has long been documented. It's it's an incorrectible issue uh, that can only be managed. And in retrospect, looking at it, I don't know why Schilt didn't go ahead and move up uh, Dakota Hudson's start in the, in this game. Uh, I know you get the Cubs coming up, but here's the reasoning behind that. You move up Hudson, you drop down Waka. Hudson handles a finale. It's been a 19-inning game, but you've got a better chance of him eating some innings and helping to rest of the bullpen a little bit. Uh, that's issue number one. Now, I can't really blame Schultz for trying to keep it in because he may be thinking he wants Hudson for the start of the Cubs Series. Uh but if Waka starts the Cubs Series, then you've still got a fully, you know, well, I mean maybe not fully rested, but a more rested bullpen to come in behind Waka if the same thing would have happened to the shoulder then, right? Number two, you're contending for a division. And with that, with that being said, I don't know why you got your B team out there. I know there was a 19-inning game the night before. I know the game wasn't over till very early in the morning. Uh, but why Goldschmidt wasn't starting, why Ozuna wasn't starting, why uh, DeYoung wasn't starting is beyond me. Why Fowler wasn't out there, Molina. You're trying your best to win the division. So why are your best players out there? The lineup for today, year one through five, was Edmund, Jose Martinez, Ravello, Wheaters, O'Neal, and, and nothing against those guys. Nothing against those guys at all. Wheaters had a nice uh, a nice game-altering hit late in the game as the Cardinals tried to mount a comeback. And Jose Martinez had another triple. And Arena. he stole home and he hit his first career home run. There was a lot of great things about this game from this lineup but Ravello went 0 for 3, batting 211 with an OPS of 665. He did have a walk. He did have an RBI. Cool. You could have got that same thing probably from Goldschmidt. And I'm not, I'm not dogging on Goldschmidt. It's probably not his choice that he's taking the day off. That was probably Schilt. I'm sure Schilt, Molina, everybody else uh, would be willing to get in there as, as they ended up doing. Uh, you know, Goldschmidt came in. Goldschmidt ended up hitting into the uh, game ending double play. And they're tired. Everybody's tired. I get that. But when the division isn't locked up, why are you still rolling these guys out there? You know, you bring in this team after they secure the lead, a good lead. And anybody saying, hey, they just want to celebrate on, uh, at Bush Stadium. They want to celebrate on the home field. Uh. Who cares where you celebrate? You got to lock this thing up because the Brewers ain't quitting. The Brewers aren't anywhere near close to done. I mean, you, this is this is a very frustrating thing. The Cardinals are blowing this division. They had it all locked up. They had it all wrapped up, and yet. Here we are, the Cardinals still, they still somewhat control the destiny, but not entirely. Uh, Milwaukee goes Colorado after they get done with the Reds. And the way that Milwaukee's hitting, eh, this could not be good. You know, at the very least, let's say the Cardinals, let's say the Cardinals end up uh, sweeping the Cubs. That's going to be about the only way that they can lock up this division if the Brewers keep on doing what they're doing. Now, of course, any combination of a Cardinals win and a Brewers loss ends up with the magic number decreasing. Ideally, you want to win when the Brewers lose. But the Cardinals, they were playing very uninspired baseball today. It almost looks as if they are – it almost looks in a little bit like they thought they had it wrapped up. And I know you got the dugout mafia. That's cool. That's fun. And I know they don't think it has it wrapped up, but that's how they are playing. And I don't want to hear why well, they had a 19-inning game the day before. And I'm not making excuses for them in that regard. They did have a 19-inning game. But if you're going to have a 19-inning game, then chill, why are you starting Michael Wanka? Knowing that most of the time he doesn't make it past the third inning. In this case, he didn't make it out of the second. And he already had an incredibly overworked bullpen. You know, thinking of that, you know, where was Ponce? Did Ponce pitch? I was at work when this game was going on. Did Ponce pitch? No, Dominic Leone pitched. Junior Fernandez came in. He's the guy that gets sent out with the loss. He's the one that, that everything started with that insane inning. Well, it started with Genesis Cabrera giving up 30 runs in a, a third of an inning. And then Junior Fernandez giving up the other four. Uh, it, it's It's infuriating is what it is. So, bottom line, the magic number stays at three. The Cardinals... Uh, At the moment, have a two-game lead. It's very likely that the the lead is going to be cut to uh, one and a half. But the way the Brewers are playing the Reds, unless the Reds mount some kind of crazy comeback. Uh, This is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Be sure to check out Vivid Seats and help them make a memory that is going to last, or help them help you make a memory that's going to last a lifetime. All you have to do is use the promo code KICKOFF and you can get up to $100 off your tickets. Yeah, pretty cool thing, right? Uh, okay, so when we uh, come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about Michael Wacha. He exited today's game uh, with a shoulder issue, and it's likely the last time we're going to see him in a Cardinals uniform. What exactly does that mean for his legacy in St. Louis? We're talking about it next. <laughs> Guys, when you're on deck, And getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, welcome back. Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Mike Stevenson with you. You can find me on Twitter at Mike's on First. And, uh, yeah, got any thoughts about the show, thoughts about the Cardinals? Uh, Our question today that we want to hear from you about is, how are you feeling about the Cardinals now that they dropped two out of three to the Diamondbacks and are close to not being in control of their own postseason destiny? They're still going to October, but now it is kind of up in the air as to whether or not it's going to be as a wild card or it's going to be as division champs. Uh, the phone number is 615 499 6690. That's 615 499 6690. Leave a voicemail, shoot us a text and uh, we will uh, get you on the air just as quick as we possibly can because that is how we roll around here. In fact, uh, we did get a text uh, earlier today. Uh, Yesterday's question was, uh, how did you feel about the postseason rotation? How would you have it? And uh, we heard from uh, Uncle Frank on Twitter. My postseason rotation is the same as yours. Flaherty Hudson Wayne Wright, Michaelis. Wayno should start only at home if possible. I think we have to worry about Wanka getting a start unless Yelt decided to go for a, like a BP start, but I don't think it'll happen. And uh, Russ Robinson, Uncle Frank on Twitter. Uh, well, and definitely not going to happen. And uh, it's actually a good segue into talking about Michael Wanka. So he leaves after an inning and uh, two thirds that right shoulder barking at him again. And uh, for those, I don't know the exact name of the injury that he sustained. It's like stress, stress fractures or something along those lines. Uh, but it is an incorrectable uh, condition that he has. It can only be managed. And it is downfall that we see him anymore. Uh, if the Cardinals make it to the World Series, you know if they make it to the, the National League Championship Series, maybe you see him in relief or something, but I doubt it. Uh, I really do. Uh, when when this thing starts happening, he starts losing control. He starts losing his ability to uh, really be an effective pitcher at all. And it brings up the question: Was that the last start of Michael Walker's career? I mean, it's a fair question. It's a legitimate question. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And I don't know too many teams who are going to be lining up to uh, sign a guy with an incorrectable shoulder issue. One that has to be managed. And that's that stinks. That stinks for him. I don't want him to have that. Michael Watka, uh, by all accounts, is an excellent guy. You know, he's he's the kind of guy that uh, can really help you uh, down the stretch, or he could. You know, he he's been valuable. To the Cardinals, he he's put up pretty strong starts here in the second in the second half. But I don't see, I don't see any teams handing out a lot of money to get it. Minor league deal, maybe, invitation to spring training, maybe. But it got me thinking: What's his legacy going to be in St. Louis? When Albert Pujols left to go to uh, Los Angeles, the Angels. The draft pick that we got for Albert Pools is what became Michael Wonka. Uh, touted as a, uh, as a as a really good pitcher, touted as the kind of uh, guy that can come up and be the ace of a rotation. You know, and and a lot of people, you know, when he first made his debut in 2013, a lot of people could see it just unfolding right before their eyes. You know, we went from, you know, we had guys like Woody and Matt Morse. I got transitioned to uh, Chris Carpenter, from Chris Carpenter to Wayno, now from Wayno to Waka. Uh, I still have that SI that's got where they recreated the, uh, the that photograph from 1968 that had Wayno uh, and Waka and, and uh, Jaime Garcia and all those guys. You could just see this whole career unfolding. You know he uh, down the stretch in 2013 was just amazing. You know you had the waka 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 signs and it's it just a superstar in the making until that shoulder injury happened. It started barking at him. After that, uh, he was dogged by ineffectiveness pretty much throughout the rest of his career. He had some brief moments of uh, recapturing kind of the uh, what had happened. You know, in 2013, recapturing some of that brilliance that everybody saw. You know, last even last season. You know, at the start of the season, he looked like he was about to pitch himself to an All Star game, and uh, well, injury bug hit him again. So, it's it's one of those it's one of those tales of somebody that the front office was really counting on to be a major a major cog in the wheel. Not really working out. And the question's always going to be asked, well, you know, if he could have stayed healthy, if he could have maintained that form that he had in 2013, you know, the Cardinals would look very different. Very, very different uh, at this point in, in his career, you know. Uh, I'm sure Mazaylock would have given him a uh, a deal to stick around St. Louis for a while. And he would probably be the ace of the rotation. You know, I don't know if you wind up with a Jack Flaherty. You know, you don't know how everything how everything winds up. And it's it's one of those it's one of those cautionary tales too. Not to get too excited about a pitcher. Makes you think about Jack Flaherty a little bit. You know, he's the what he's done this second half has been incredible. You know, I think it's a point ninety six point ninety seven ERA through the second half. and uh with, with Hudson uh, is he gonna get one more start maybe or is that his final start I guess we'll have to wait and see but you, you you can't count on these guys too much not until you see it out of them for two or three years and while the while the pitching industry is is, is really, I mean, that's really what it is. It's an industry. You know, these these guys' arms are one of the most valuable things in sports. And they're breaking down more and more often all the time. You know, they're not going as deep in the games, but they're throwing harder. So when I look at Michael Wanka, I look at what could have been. And I look at Jack Flaherty, and I think to myself, That's what they need to avoid with Flaherty. Don't pin all your hopes and dreams on the guy just yet. I love Flaherty. I hope he does well. I think he's going to do well. Should that prevent the Cardinals from going out and making a competitive offer for Garrett Cole? Maybe what they saw in a Michael Wonka, what they thought they had with Michael Wonka, Maybe what they saw, what they thought they had with Carlos Martinez. Maybe that's part of the reason they didn't even make an offer to Max Scherzer. I don't know. You, you never know with those kinds of things. So Michael Wonka, uh career with the Cardinals likely ended uh, in that final series, in that final game against the Diamondbacks. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see how things move forward. Uh, you know, who knows? He may come back to the Cardinals on a minor league deal. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, but you can't give him. You can't give him any kind of a money deal. Not at all. <sighs> kind of sad, ain't it? It's locked on Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, off day for the Cardinals on Thursday today, and uh, the Cubs coming to town on the twenty. 20- on the on the twenty, was it, the twenty seventh on Friday, to begin the final series of Bush Stadium as the Cardinals push towards the division crown? Can they do it? We shall see. Rate, review, and subscribe in uh, Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Don't forget to chime in. How are you feeling about the Cardinals after they drop two out of three to the Diamondbacks? Are you giving them a little bit of slack because of that nineteen inning game? Or are you just a little bit ticked off? Let me know. We'll get your calls on air, 615-499-6690. In the meantime, drink a brewski for the Mooski. I'm out.